0: I am so passionate about sharing with you the stories of entrepreneurs and leaders who have impact, their inspiring and energizing role models. I hope you use what you learn here to be inspired about what you can do in your business and beyond. For ongoing inspiration and support to get clear on your own impact and put it into action, enter your name and email at workalchemy.com. The guest on today's podcast is me, Ursula York. I wanted to mix things up a bit and also give you a chance to get to know me better as the host of this series on impact. I call myself a trail guide to business success through your positive impact. Blending business strategy and leadership development, I work with entrepreneurs and professionals like you to embrace your impact and empower your future. My own entrepreneurial success began with a quick start. After nine years in a corporate job, I began to have impact as an entrepreneur by starting a company that exceeded my six-figure corporate salary from my first year in business. In the 20 years since that beginning, I founded Work Alchemy, which is centered in knowing that you matter and what you do matters. My clients have described working with me as, I couldn't have done it without your guidance and support to I'm constantly in awe of the knowledge and value that you offer on all of your calls. I feel grateful to be working with you. And I feel grateful to be working with my clients as well. I'm a regular and well-regarded speaker and blogger. Beyond being an entrepreneurial trail guide, I'm a multi-passionate creative exhibiting my photography internationally and singing in the shower and other venues. As I've created my business, worked with many clients, and had conversations with fascinating people about their impact one theme has popped up repeatedly in order to be successful and to have impact you have to be visible not just your business you and that can be terrifying i know it has been for me at times visibility can stir up a lot of feelings you might otherwise be able to hide or disguise When it comes to visibility, gluing a big mustache on it, though, isn't enough. Visibility goes beyond putting your picture on your website or other marketing materials. Visibility is about being authentically present as you in your interactions with your clients and customers and also in your marketing. When I first started my my business, things were different. My work as a corporate consultant at that time allowed me to stay in the background. My work has changed, and the world has changed. With the rise of social media, we've had a cultural shift in business marketing. I don't know if it's because of social media or if it's manifested in social media. I mean, which came first, the chicken or the egg? The thing is, especially now, people want to have another person to relate to when they connect with your company. This requirement for visibility is even more heightened if what you're offering is not concrete, a service where your client or customer won't end up with a hunk of something at the end. So, for example, at its heart, the core of what I offer is a transformational experience. Your business, and and you, by the way, because you're deeply interconnected with your business, can shift in a significant way for the better as a result of working with me. That is harder to sell. I can't show you the details of what that looks like, the specifics of how your transformation is going to manifest when we first begin. And no one can. We discover that together as I guide you through the process. The outcome may be concrete, like increased income or more clients, but I can't guarantee that because so much of the outcome depends on you and you doing the work both in the emotional and physical realms that's needed to have that outcome. So a big part of what I sell is my ability to guide you on that transformative process. For you to trust me to do that, you need to get to know me. So I need to be very visible in my business. If you're selling business to business, your visibility still matters. It's in that connectedness, in being connected to a real person, that's where the thread that connects people to a buying decision lies. So it simply doesn't pay to be invisible, as comforting as invisibility might feel in the moment. There's another level of this too. Energetically, you can communicate a welcoming energy through your presence and marketing that invites sales. Have you ever been welcomed into a bricks and mortar business in a way that made you feel immediately welcomed and at home? So getting past your fear of visibility can be a defining step for your business. Everything you do in your business has an apparent reason. Some of the reasons for not being visible that I've heard are, I don't want to distract people's attention from my product. My team deserves their own limelight, so I want to highlight them. Or... I prefer to highlight my clients in my marketing. These are all things I hear from my own clients, and these may be true in certain situations. But there's also the shadow side to these reasons. If behind all these motives, however heartfelt they are, there's also a desire to stay hidden because you're afraid of what might happen, of how people will respond to you, it means you're operating your business at least partly from a place of fear. And that fearful energy doesn't attract people. It pushes them away. It saps your energy and the energy of the people who collaborate with you to create and provide your product or service. For things to function in a healthy and successful way in your business, there has to be harmony between those positive motives and the shadow motives. And it would be great if we could just make our fears go away, wouldn't it? People talk about being fearless. Bumper stickers exhort you to be fearless. And the truth is, fear does not go away. And pretending that it does just keeps you from your success. Every successful entrepreneur I've ever met or read about or listened to, no matter how wealthy or influential, will tell you that it's not about making fear go away. It's about putting it in its place and moving through it and taking action anyway. To do that, you need to first acknowledge the fear of visibility, bringing those shadow motives I talked about, the ones operating the background and keeping you from being more visible in your business. Bringing those to light lets you deal with what's underneath and that will benefit your whole business. One way to get past the fear of visibility is to focus on your impact That's one reason why doing the impact work that I do with clients is so valuable. When they're able to define the impact they want to have and establish an impact purpose, it provides a focusing point for their whole business for taking action. This focus on my own impact has been compelling me to face my own fears about visibility and move through and beyond them. Long ago, those fears helped me show where real danger lay. It was trying to warn me about something very real. Now, though, my fear about being visible, it's its just a relic. It's a relic of the past. And what it does show me, though, is that I'm also carrying an image of the past with me into the present. What if people don't like me? What if they don't care about what I have to say? What if they dismiss me? And worse, what if they say terrible things about me? Any of those things are possible when you choose to be visible. Let's face it. But, and it's a big but, the repercussions of those fears are nothing like they were when those fears first took root. So I'm not going to be unloved. I'm not going to be abandoned. I have people people in my life who love me and stay connected no matter what. And so do you. And it's not my client's and prospect's job to meet those needs in me. And it's not your client's and prospect's job either. So once you separate those feelings of fear from you, the whole of you, you can really start to work with them and move through them. One way I work with my fears, and I've taught my clients to work with them so they can really focus on their impact, is to put their fears into a personified figure. A pink lizard named Stella or a hairy beast named Floyd This helps you to detach a little bit from your fears. You are not your fears. And using this method, your fears start to be more clearly outside of you, and that's when they become more manageable. So really this is a tool for managing your fears. And once your fears are a little detached from you, you can begin to work with them. I started with this image of a pink lizard named Stella. who is a great representative of the limbic or primitive brain that we all have still operating. I started with her sitting on my shoulder and when she would get scared, she would just shriek in my ear with, with, uh, upset and fear. And I started by putting her patting or patting her on my head to calm her down. And that evolved into her sitting on my lap so I could comfort her. And eventually She ended up in a beach chair wearing shades and sipping an umbrella drink and being pretty much unfazed by what I was doing. So that kind of gives you a sense of the evolution that can happen when you start to pay attention to these fears and work with them. And you can also talk to your beastie, whoever that is, whatever that is. What's it got to offer you? Your fears are really just trying to help to show you where danger lies and The thing is, whatever it's trying to warn you about often isn't true for you anymore. It's from that past experience. Your fears about visibility are often a a part of the past, and putting them in their true place can go a long way to reducing them enough so that you can take action and have the impact you want to have through your visibility. For me, this podcast episode is a great example of moving through fear and being more visible. I am really comfortable asking other people questions. I love it. I get to learn about other people, and even more importantly, I get to share those conversations with you. I love that. And many of you have been kind enough to let you know that the podcast has been so valuable, and I thank you so much for that feedback. But like everything else, my comfort in asking other people questions has a shadow side. It also means I don't have to reveal much about myself. I can stay low profile, especially when I'm talking to people like Seth Godin and Soledad O'Brien. The thing is, that doesn't always serve me well. Yes, I get to share other people's ideas, but people don't get to benefit from my own ideas. By keeping them under wraps, I don't get to show them the light of day where people respond and we have a real interaction. And the ideas don't get a chance to develop further from those interactions and the people who respond don't get a chance to co-create what comes next, which could take them to another level in their business, and their lives. So what a waste of a good idea and what a waste of potential impact for all of us. So <laughs> here I am taking a deep breath. And taking the risk of being more visible in my own business. And I encourage you to take a look at where you can be more visible in your business. You matter. What you do matters. Let people know about what you do by expanding your visibility. Thanks for joining me on this podcast episode today. If you want to get in touch with me, the best way to reach me is to email info at workalchemy.com. And join us for more podcasts on Impact. Subscribe to the Work Alchemy podcast channel on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, so you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available. Thank you to everyone listening for being here. Until next time, to keep that positive flow of energy going in your business so you can have your own impact, join our community of entrepreneurs like you by entering your name and email at workalchemy.com.